Hi, good morning, and thank you for being with us this morning. September, October is when we traditionally celebrate harvest together, and it's in times like this when every day can feel the same in times of crisis or sometimes depression. The days of celebration and fun have even more meaning and more importance for us. Yesterday, October the 3rd, saw the first official celebration of National Boyfriend Day. I was so excited. I mean, I've given flowers and chocolates every year for decades, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, anniversaries. So I said to Anna, tomorrow is National Boyfriend Day, an opportunity to celebrate and show appreciation to your boyfriend. Do you have anything special planned? Her reply, well, you're a bit old to be called my boyfriend, don't you think? <laughs> I thought that was so cutting. But celebrating is good. It's always a valuable thing. Taking time out to be grateful, to be joyful. John Ortberg, in his book, The Life You've Always Wanted, terms it a spiritual discipline alongside prayer and fasting, taking time to celebrate. In times of stress and worry, Jesus tells us not to fret. In Matthew chapter 6, some of Jesus' sayings recorded from the sermon he gave on the hillside overlooking the Sea of Galilee, he says, look at the birds and the flowers and see, they don't fret, they don't worry, but they're fed and clothed. And your heavenly father knows that you need these things. So trust him. Your life and the number of your days are in your father's hands. And that is good to know in these uncertain days when work, unemployment, when finances or even our life and our health is uncertain. Reputedly, the phrase, do not be afraid, is spoken by God to his people 366 times in the Bible, one for every day of the year and the leap years. <laughs> At the Last Supper, you might recall Jesus saying, don't worry, don't be afraid. In my Father's house, there is room for you all. I'm going to prepare a place for you and will one day come to take you to be with me. So don't be anxious and don't be afraid. I won't leave you. And I won't leave you as orphans. I will send the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, to be with you. That's what we talked about last week in Matthew chapter 28. Go into all the world and make disciples of all people. Teach them what I have taught you. Share with them the good news that I've given to you. Give them the joy and the love and the kindnesses that I have shown to you. And then you will discover that I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. I, I so much love God's antidote to fear and anxiety. It's celebration and thanksgiving. It's a practical thing. The Old Testament is full of celebrations. People of God had regular holy days from which we get the word holiday. The start of harvest and the end of harvest, the early rains and the late rains, the Passover celebrating freedom from slavery and this festival of booths, remembering the journey through the desert with Moses. And then the festival of Purim, celebrating the rescue from genocide in the days of Esther, 480 years before Jesus came. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, was celebrated last week on September 28th this year, when a whole day is taken out to be with God and to contemplate our need for repentance, forgiveness and prayer for the peace of the world, the atonement that God brings to bring us back to him. I, I, joy is almost a uniquely human thing. Uh, some animals, but not many, seem to celebrate the joy of living. The squirrels in my garden seem to be making a great show of it right now. 
and children have a natural propensity for it. Jesus says you have a lot to learn from the little children. Become like them. My grandson, his first week at school, comes back and reenacts the day at home. Come on, mummy, you be the teacher. Stand at the door and invite me in and tell me how excited you are to see me. I just love that. <laughs> Quote, tell me how excited you are to see me. What beautiful uh, uh, teachers he must have at school. And, but I hate to think what he's going to be like when he's 16 and 24. <laughs> tell me how excited you are to see me. The wise King Solomon said that it's an important part of life not to be neglected, but to celebration is there as a season as he said in chapter 8 of Ecclesiastes, there is a season to everything in life, and these seasons must be celebrated and embraced. They come and they go. There is a season to laugh as well as to cry, a season to dance as well as to mourn, a season to live as well as to die. One of the sadnesses of this COVID time is the difficulty celebrating in person with friends and family, weddings and christenings and birthdays, anniversaries, the passing of loved ones and the celebration of a life well lived. But regardless of our outward circumstances, this is the time that we have. So let's make the most of it. Have you seen the stickers on the back of Land Rovers? One life, live it. <laughs> oh, that Volkswagen, they got on a mission. Well, Jesus used the pictures of farmers and harvests a lot in his parables. Parable of the servants and the talents. What will you give him? when he comes or when he calls you home, what return will you give the Lord on his investment in your life? When you gave a cup of water to a thirsty man, said Jesus, you did it for me. I was talking to a, a proud grandmother telling me of her 18-year-old granddaughter who during this lockdown didn't want to waste her life. Every day was precious to her as an 18-year-old young woman. And so she started to learn Korean in March by the time she got to university here in September and said that she wanted to learn Korean at university, they didn't just say, well, you've learned so much you can skip year one. She even skipped year two and she enters her university course on Korean in year three. That is making the best of everything, using all that you have and making a good thing of it. In Corinthians, Paul writes that one of us sows the seed, another waters the seed, but God gives the increase. And whether we are using our days uh, profitably to learn Korean <laughs> or some other thing, uh, let's use it all profitably. Uh, John chapter 15 says, stay connected to the vine and his life will flow through you. You are the branches he is the vine and the root. The Father is the gardener. And together the life will flow through you. The gardener will prune you and you will bear much fruit. And so, though you might discover also the words true in the scriptures that sometimes we sow in tears, but we will reap with joy. Find the things to celebrate today. Find the things to celebrate today. Make a celebration and a thanksgiving a habit. For joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, as much as love and kindness and self-control. That's why we call it a celebration of the Holy Communion. God gives us bread and he gives us wine. 
family and friends. What more do you need? This bread and this wine is a gift from God and it's a sign of his presence with us. May God bless you today and in the week to come as you celebrate and give thanks for all that God has given to you and all that you have. Bless you. Welcome to Sandy Parish Church Podcasts. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information on Sandy Parish Church, please visit our website at sandyparishchurch.org.